just never know what you're going to get. You never know what you're going to get. Uh, I told Abby about it, and she was yeah. like, is it funny? And I was like, well, we both listened to it again and <laughs> thought it was pretty good. So I'm going to say yes. If you're asking us to rate our own performance, I know. then yeah. Yeah. Good. It was it, very good. Very funny. Welcome, okay. welcome back. Welcome back. To the second episode of the hit podcast, <laughs> Genus Not Genius, starring... That's right. Me, Heidi. And also me, Kate. Yeah, we're back. And just as a reminder, the way that this works is we read uh, trivial pursuit cards to each other and try to get the answers right, and you can follow along on our updated scores on our website, uh, which we don't have set up yet, so when that's set up, we will add get it up. Um, and should we just start? Sure, why not? Great. Okay. Um, let's see here. What's the only active volcano on the European mainland? The only active volcano on the European mainland. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, my first instinct is to think, what is Mount Suvius? Do you get what I'm talking about? No. No? Did You didn't see White Men Can't Jump? No, I didn't. Oh, man. I feel like every episode is going to have yeah. us talking about some other... Yeah, well, that's where I get most of my information. ...blind spot of movies. <laughs> I mean, I know... Yeah, I don't know why I didn't see that. So, it's... it's. I don't think it's too late to see it now. As you know, probably, the premise Wait is that Maybe Woody Harrelson is... Did he have a girlfriend that was, like, on Jeopardy? And yeah. it was Rosie Perez? Yes, that okay. was what I'm talking yes. about. Yes. Okay, then I have seen it, but only once. So, she has, like, her Rosie Perez sort yeah. of, like, thick... I don't know, was it, like, maybe Bronx? Yeah, she's she's Puerto Rican, yeah. but I always think of that as, like, a Boricua, like a New York mm. Puerto Rican accent. Okay. And um, and so she's, the Woody Harrelson's character is named Billy, mm -hmm. and she'd be, be like, Billy, you so stupid, and there's, like, a lot of real quotable <laughs> stuff in it. It's real good. Okay. But she gets on Jeopardy, uh -huh. and she does extremely well. Right. And one of the categories is, like, words that start with the letter Q, and yeah. she's like, what is quince? What is quilt? It's it's good. And then at one point, they ask about a volcano that erupts, and she says, what is Mount Suvius? Mm. And Alex Trebek is like, we're going to give it to you, but it's Mount Vesuvius. And I was like, first of all, Alex Trebek would not no, give that No, he would not. Someone. He would not. And what did they introduce her as on Jeopardy? Like a disco queen from the Bronx <laughs> or something? So, so you have seen it? I have, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but only that one time. And really the only thing I remember was her being on Jeopardy. Okay, but that, I mean, that was the yeah, reference that yeah, I made. Yeah. Um, so to get back to the question, the active <laughs> volcano on the European mainland, mm -hmm. um, I can't think of any other volcanoes in Europe. So I'm going to say, what is Mount Suvius? I'm going to give it to you. It's Mount Vesuvius. <laughs> Just like Alex Trebek. Mm -hmm, yep. You're very forgiving. Yep. Just like yeah. Alex himself. Um, <laughs> what? Alex is not forgiving. No. He's not at all. I mean, he, first of all, he's Canadian, right? Yes. So I think that part of his um, mannerisms might be because we're American and he's Canadian and he's got like just more of a flat affect. He doesn't really get... No. No? I don't think that's it. Because Canadians are usually very nice. But yeah. Alex... Is not like when they get they get a question wrong on Jeopardy. Sometimes he'll be like, "No." He's like judgmental. Yeah, very judgmental. Even though he's holding all the answers. Yes, yes. 
Well, maybe like he knew the answer to that, and he's like, no, especially if it has something to do with anything French, oh. because I think he can speak French. Oh, so does and he? So like, does he say? He's it with very haughty about his his anything that you get wrong in French. Okay. Um, what U.S. national park contains Gumbo Limbo Trail? Gumbo mm. Limbo. Well, uh, I feel like that's probably something in Florida. Or Louisiana, but I don't know any Louisiana national parks. I only know like the Everglades in Florida, which seem like it would have something to do with gumbo. So I'm going to say the Everglades. That is correct. I and I think just as sort of a little exposition on our process, I love it <laughs> when we talk out the thought process yes. that we're having mm-hmm. when we go through these things because. I mean, if if we just kept all of that inside our heads, yeah, this podcast would have a lot of dead air. It would have a lot of dead air, and we had we've had some games where we've just thought about the answer and then came up with it or not, and it's weird. It's just not as much fun. <laughs> it's just like you just go somewhere and are like. Just Mount staring Suvius. off into space. Yeah. And also, if I just answered that question, Mount Vesuvius. Right. Boring. It was fun to yeah. talk about Rosie Perez. It was. Indeed. And I'm sure all of our listeners thought the same. <laughs> Rosie, if you're out there, get in touch. <laughs> well, here's one that you'll surely know. Who played bounty hunter Josh Randall on TV? Ooh. Bounty hunter. I didn't even know that bounty hunters were like... um. Part of popular culture until there must be a show about. Wasn't there like Dog the Bounty Hunter? Was that a show? In maybe the nineties. I'm picturing a guy with like a mullet. Didn't that guy just die? I don't know. I think he just died. Who played the Bounty Hunter on a show? What was that show called? It doesn't say. Oh, just Josh Randall. Bounty Hunter Josh Randall on TV. Well, we all know that Josh Randall is not a good bounty hunter name. That's like a. That seems like like a a good bounty hunter name. I'm also biased because my brother's name is Josh. Well, I mean, I I feel like Josh Randall can handle it, whatever it is. Randall can handle it. Mm -hmm. That would would have been a good name for the show. But Josh Randall, I don't know, he sounds like a a doctor or something. Well, he could be a doctor, too, because he can handle it, (laughs) whatever it is. So who played Josh Randall? Mm -hmm. It was... um, it was, I, this is where I realized that my knowledge of any actors pre, like, let's say 1992 is weak. <laughs> Pre-White Man Can't Jump. Yeah. White Man Can't <laughs> Jump is, is on my on my Gantt chart of when I yeah. know actors to be from. It's the beginning. Well, the 80s, though. You probably know quite a few from the 80s. I do know some. Well, we did, we had that whole Goonies yeah, discussion. Right, right, right. So, um... Uh, also, the, the answers to this question are always, the pink questions are always like Marlon Brando and that era of actors. So I'll go with Marlon Brando. No. The answer, <laughs> <laughs> I could tell you weren't going to get it just from that train of thought, um, is Steve McQueen. Oh. Which is interesting because yesterday we had an answer that was Butterfly McQueen. Yeah. And sometimes I wonder if they're related. And then you but remember they not. They're of they're different races. Yeah, but mm, who knows? I mean, it could happen. Well, this is um, this is an interesting question. Okay. What time did the Everly Brothers' Little Susie oh wake God. up? Little wake up. I mean, we all know the wake up. Oh, little yeah, Susie. Yeah, wake up, wake up. It's time to go home. Um, wake up, little Susie. We fell asleep. It's four o'clock. Damn. Yes, it's four o'clock. Uh, and that, we're in trouble deep. 
Was it in the morning or in the afternoon? I think it's in the morning because they fell asleep at the drive-in. That's what happens in that yeah, song? Yeah, I think so. You're correct. The answer is yeah. 4 a.m. Yeah. Good for you, Heidi. That Thanks. was a tough one. Well, was it? I mean, everybody knows that song. I don't know any of the words other than Wake Up Little oh. Susie. So um, this is something interesting that the reason I know a lot of these old-timey songs. My first car was a Chevy Nova. It was my parents' old car. And in that car, there was only an AM radio. Whoa. I know. I didn't know that that was a who knew a relic I, of the past. Why? Isn't that weird? Because it was like we got that car, it must have been in the 80s, because I was driving it in the 90s. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, my parents' car, and then they gave it to me and my brother to share. And there was only an AM radio. And so the only options were either like an oldies station or country songs. So I know a lot of country songs mm-hmm. from the 90s and a lot of oldies. I didn't even realize that AM radio had music on it. I thought really? it was all talking. No, it also, has music on it. Why would anyone listen to AM? Also, I'm going to be honest. The only time I've ever listened to AM radio is when there's, like, traffic alert if this light is blinking. Well, that's all anybody listens 16, to 16, 10 AM. And that's and, and, and then, then you hear what the traffic warning is. You can also hear sports on it. Oh, well, as you know, I don't... <laughs> I know, you're I don't not like, Yes. I'm not into sports or space travel. Like, no one is listening to AM radio. People are barely listening to FM radio. I'm just telling you the reason I know that song. Okay. What state is John F. Kennedy buried in? Um, Massachusetts. No. Virginia. Yeah. Uh, See, I should have talked it out. Yeah, you should have. God damn it. (laughs) He's he's probably buried in Arlington. Yeah, he's buried in Arlington, the eternal flame. Yeah, you know, this is the kind of stuff that sometimes it comes to you. I feel like we've had a question about who lit the eternal flame. Did we? I think we did. Who did? I think it was Jackie. Oh. Oh, there's there's an eternal flame on his grave? Yeah. I mean, I haven't been to Arlington. Well, I've never been there. Oh. But I feel like that's, I guess... I don't know. I don't know either, but you, I mean, it, it's, it's Maybe been... Maybe it's because I'm more interested in space. Well established in our <laughs> office that you are better at trivia than I am. No, that's not true, because right now you're ahead. Well, uh, your question is also about John F. Oh, it's so weird that we have these coincidences, isn't it? I know. I know. Okay. Well, what it makes number? me feel like I'm in the Matrix. What number is your card today? 667. Whoa. That was close. It was. To 666, mm-hmm. sign yeah. of the devil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who gave John F. Kennedy a dog named Pushinka? Pushinka. Mmm. Mmm. Pushinka sounds Russian. Mm-hmm. So it seems like it was someone from Russia. <laughs> <laughs> Most Russian names do originate uh-huh. in Russia. That's yeah. true. Yeah. And I, I'm going to be honest with you that I don't know anybody from Russia except for Gorbachev. So I'm going to say Gorbachev. Uh, it's Khrushchev. Khrushchev. Yeah. Yeah. They, I guess they I had do some, know that. Yeah. They had some, I don't know, stuff between them. I guess. I think we're better at like just knowing the answers but not really knowing much of the story behind the yeah. answer. Especially when it comes to history. Well, yeah. That's true. Okay. Okay, who wrote Around the World in 80 Days? Oh, H.G. Uh, Wells. No. What did H.G. Wells write? Oh, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea? No. Oh. <laughs> who wrote it? Jules Verne. Oh, that's that's the one. Yeah. He also wrote 20,000 yeah. Leagues Under yes. the Sea. Apparently yeah. I yeah. get yeah. them confused. Well, they're from the same era, right? I don't know. Again, we don't We're going to have to do a little research on that one. <laughs> oh, not a great day for me. 
Who is James Reston Jr.'s book, Our Father Who Art in Hell, about? Oh, my God. This is interesting. Our Father Who Art in Hell. Yeah. Who's James Reston Jr.? I don't know. Our Father Who Art in Hell, James Reston Jr. Mm -hmm. Well, his father was James Reston, presumably. (laughs) But I don't know who that is either. Our Father Who Art in Hell. Yeah. Who was it about? Surely it's not about Satan, because that seems too obvious. But maybe it is about Satan. It's like a historical novel about Satan. Wait a second. I mean, Historical about Satan? Is Satan a historical figure? Of course. I don't know anything about... I thought Satan was just like... I mean, he's not a real guy. Oh, well, that's what historical means. But I mean, throughout history, there have been references to Satan. Okay, So there's still a historical figure. But I think... I'm talking about, like, Jesus... Right. Was a historical figure. Right. Yes. Uh, slash real person. I don't person. know. Maybe that's not, maybe I'm using that wrong. I thought like if there's a reference to, like say a unicorn. Oh. Right? So you would call a unicorn a historical animal? Yeah. I mean like how else would you reference it? It's a fantasy animal. Sure. But like if you were to write a book about the history of the unicorn. <laughs> oh, okay. You know what I mean? I mean, if you wrote a book about the history of Satan, that's then what I I'm think saying. it would be historical. Yeah, but, that's what I'm saying. Okay. I thought you were saying Satan is like no, a real person. No, no, That would be lives. a real revelation, though, wouldn't it? <laughs> that would be crazy. Hell. Turns out hell's real, and there's a Turns guy who lives out. down there. And it's Satan. Um, <laughs> I think that would make religion, uh, you know. Obsolete? No. It would make it far more relevant. Because then you'd have some proof. Because it'd be a real, real guy, yeah. It's like, you gotta stay away from that guy. Okay, um, our father who art in hell, God, I don't know. If I had some kind of context around when this was written, that'd be helpful. But I I'll don't. give you a little context. Pre-1981. Mm. Mm, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> thanks, Kate, for that. Um, okay, I'm going to say that it's about Richard Nixon. It's about the Reverend Jim Jones. No. Okay. Is, is that the guy who did the Kool-Aid thing? The hit, that guy was named Jim Jones, but I don't know if he was a reverend. Was, but wasn't that in the 80s? Was that? Yeah, I think that was in the 80s or maybe the 90s. I it was, no, not in the 90s. I thought it was Drinking in the, the 70s. Yeah. That wasn't David Koresh. No, well, that David was Koresh different. was in our, our yeah, childhood. Yeah, for sure. No, I Jim Jones, I actually read a lot about this. But I feel like, like drinking the Kool-Aid ago. is a more recent... Like, turn a phrase in that, but maybe not. No, Jim Jones, he, like, convinced all these people to go to, like, Suriname, I think. Suriname? Yeah, this cult. Yeah. And um, and then he got everyone to drink Kool-Aid that was laced with something poisonous. Yeah. And it included, like, a bunch of his children. Yeah, right. What a monster. Yeah. And then he didn't drink it. Yes. And then there was some, was like, Jim Jones, congressman or senator or someone who was killed on the tarmac of an airplane trying to come in and save people. It's a fascinating wow. story. We'll, we'll expand on it in the <laughs> in later episodes. Interesting. Huh. Okay. Well, um, hmm. what is a prestigitator? Prestigitator. Prestigitator? Um, well, I mean, digit's like a finger. So a prestigitator is someone who, who bites their fingernails. Oh my god, I love this answer. It's a magician. A magician? Presto! Oh. Okay. And for those of you that didn't see Yet again, 
Nobody calls a magician a press digitator. No. They call it a magician. Right. Or there's probably other names for magician, but definitely like press not digitator. press digitator. <laughs> but if I was a magician, I would call myself that. Although magician sounds way cooler. But also, if you're trying to, like, market your services, you're not yeah. going to be like, if you need press digitation <laughs> services, call me. Nobody needs press digitation <laughs> services. Because it sounds like Nobody something needs sexual. services Well, maybe you have, like a, like, a kid's birthday party or something. But I'm not going to be like, oh, happy birthday. We're going to get a press digitator who wants you to come. You should, though. Well, I've got a while. Nate's birthday is not for another, what, are, 10 months? Mm. So we got well, a little while. But time. my birthday's coming next month. Maybe you need a press digitator. Ooh. Let's get one. Okay. okay. What meter was invented <laughs> by C.C. McGee in 1935? What meter? Yeah, a meter. Like a barometer? 1935, though, that sounds way too late for a barometer. What meter? Hmm. 1935. I'm going to say it's a seismograph. A seismograph. Yeah. Interesting choice. <laughs> that is not the correct meter. The correct meter is a parking meter. Oh, well, that's stupid. But you know what I miss is when you actually put the coin in the yes. meter and turn the thing. Just like we were talking about with the... With the slot machines yesterday. Yeah. yeah. It's that, like, you feel like you're more involved. It's, it's a, that tactile experience. What it's I don't miss fun. is being like, oh, I don't have another dime mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Because I'm old enough that, like... Yeah, sometimes you were could get it meters. for a dime. Or a nickel. Yeah, but if you just get, like, different amounts of time. That makes me time. feel like I'm 100 years old. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you can, now it's parking like, for a nickel. <laughs> there's an app for that. <laughs> Oh my god! And the app okay. notifies you when it your does. parking's running out. You used to be like, oh, like I'll be right back from this nice dinner we're out to. I gotta yeah. go feed the meter. Right. Oh damn. We're yeah. Old. You know it's interesting because I feel like those those tactile experiences though there's just less and less of them, right? Because like you do everything on your phone. Yeah. You don't like when you take a picture. You don't click a button. Yeah. You don't, do you don't get the satisfying stuff. click. No. I mean, you still. I think the most tactile thing we get is like typing on our keyboards. Huh. And that's not even Mm-mm. very satisfying. But it's, it's still not. a little bit loud, given the advances in technology. You know what, I think though? they could make it silent. At home, we have a mechanical keyboard, and it's, like, double loud. Well, first of all, what does that mean, a mechanical keyboard? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest with you, I don't know what it means. Does it sound I like guess, a typewriter? It does sound more like a typewriter, but not, like... Not like a typewriter. But when I'm home, like if I'm working from home and I'm clicking on the computers, it's like crazy loud. Have you considered getting a new keyboard? Well, the, it is a new keyboard. Eric oh. got it because he likes the sound. Isn't oh. that weird? Maybe you should consider getting another keyboard. I don't, I mean, like when I'm just, it? I don't mind it. But it's, if I'm on the phone with someone, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, my keyboard's so loud. <laughs> It's a mechanical keyboard, and I just leave it at that because I don't really know what it means. And most people are not going to follow up. No, because they don't care. I think, why would they care? You know, I don't know why people wouldn't care. That was my first question. Well, what is a mechanical keyboard? <laughs> the phone, though, talking about something else. Well, I don't like to let those things just pass me by. Fair Any point. opportunity to learn a new fact. I mean, what if the next question was about mechanical keyboards? This is why keyboards? we like trivia, though, right? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> not everyone does. Okay, what country has won the most Olympic hockey gold medals? In 1981, I mean, the choices, as we've discussed in the past, the only choices for this question are Russia, Canada, and the United States. And 
we know that in 1980, the United States beat Russia, and that was like a big deal. They even they made a movie about it. Right. What was that movie called? Um, the Miracle on the Ice. The Miracle on Ice. Yes. Um, and so that must have been a big deal that the U.S. beat Russia because Russia was such a powerhouse. Mm-hmm. The answer is Russia, the USSR. Canada. Damn it. Canada. <laughs> oh, well, boy. you know, that's, yeah. that's also, I feel like talking it out gives you the opportunity to be like, well, at least I was thinking about that. Because if you just say an answer yeah. and it's wrong, you yeah. can't be like, oh, Canada, oh, oh. I was totally thinking that. Not that you care at all, but one, the fa- my favorite thing that ever happened when we were playing Trivial Pursuit as a family was my dad, he gave an answer, and it was the wrong answer. I don't remember what the question was, but his response was. <laughs> going to be good. Oh, it was so funny. He said, I would have said that if I'd thought of it. <laughs> it's like, yes, we all would have said it if we would have thought of it. <laughs> but, I mean, I did think of Canada, and I didn't say it. Oh, you can um, use that for so many things, though. Well, your question is about one of your favorite um, bar game hobbies. What number is it 12 o'clock on a dartboard? Oh, my God. I don't know. I don't know anything about darts. We, we know this. Um, <clears throat> you know what else I think is charming is that we have these clear blind spots, and we just don't care. Like, I could go and look up the dartboard, but I never do it. Well... I had a dartboard in my home yeah. for several years, right. and I still didn't know the answer to this question <sighs> okay. because it's well, been a decade. I don't know. It's like, I mean, 12 o'clock, like, the numbers get bigger as you go in, not around, but apparently they go no. around, too. That's not right. Okay, well. False. They do false. not get bigger as you go in. They, but, like, if you get a bullseye, you get more points than if you get one on the outside of the ring. Well, that's true. See, the way it works is there is the bullseye at the very center. Right. And there's actually, like, the bullseye and a wider, slightly yeah. wider bullseye. Right. And then there's, like, a bunch of space and then another small ring mm-hmm. that's worth um, triple mm-hmm. the number of points that's listed at that mm-hmm. Really? section of the board and then another big space and then another small ring that's worth double so the like oh. the values do change as you go in and out but oh. it's not like if you get not closer linear. to the to the inside it's worth 10 <clears throat> and closer to the outside it's worth three fascinating each section okay. of the dartboard yeah. is worth different number of points things i've learned today okay well i don't know the answer though so i'm gonna say that it's 20 20 is correct <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> Heidi, unbelievable. Oh, that was a good day for me. That was a good day. Well, you got um, you got three. Yeah, one. I didn't get very many on mine. Ooh. Mount Suvius. One. I got one. Yeah. Well, better than zero. Yeah. Uh, I guess I'm hoping to do better on, on the next card. Well, I think you're going to because this question, you should know. What queen were the Virgin Islands named for in 1627? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I was not listening because... <laughs> what, I'll tell you. Okay. Later. What queen were the Virgin Islands named for in 1627? The Virgin Queen? You know that I don't know anything about queens. <laughs> right, you don't know anything about queens either. Okay. The Virgin well, Queen must have been... Okay, so let's see. How many queens could you really think of? A lot. You could think of a lot. <laughs> How many queens could I think of? Here are the queens that I know. Elizabeth, she's not a virgin. Also, 
It wasn't her. <laughs> uh, there was a queen called Anne and a queen called Victoria. Oh, was it? it Victoria. No, it's Queen Elizabeth I. Oh. Queen Elizabeth I? Virgin queen. She was never married. She reigned forever. It was the thing. I think we've had this card before. Oh. Really? Because here's why. Who was Howdy Doody's twin brother? Oh, is on we here. definitely had that. And as we yes, know, the answer double is duty. double duty. So I'm going to pick a new card for you. Okay. Double duty is the best. Okay. Oh, yeah. We definitely have it. How did I get back in there? I don't know. That has held firm as my favorite question we've ever had. That is really, really good. Yeah. Um, so... Howdy Duty's twin brother is named Double Duty, and Olive Oil's brother, not twin, I don't think. I don't think so. Is named Castor Oil. That's right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and people really loved cartoons and comics back in the day. Well, and they didn't have as much entertainment options. That's true. No Netflix. No, we were talking about this the other day when we were at a restaurant, and there was a poster of a circus on the wall, like an old-timey circus. And <clears throat> we were talking about... Like, people lo- used to love the circus. Mm-hmm. One, because they didn't know about all the horrible booze. <laughs> and, or they did, and they didn't care. And then, two, there just weren't that many options around for entertainment. Yeah. So we were talking about, like, you know, in our sort of, like, remembrance, our collective remembrance of circuses, we think these they're sort of big and fantastical, and they were amazing, and, like, we can never do anything like that now. But... The question is, were they really that amazing, or was the expectation much lower for entertainment? And I would say that it was probably much lower. Yeah. Like, you see a guy riding a horse without a saddle, you're like, whoa, amazing, <laughs> how'd he do that? Well, also, I think that, um, I don't I don't know why this has happened, but things like, let's say Cirque du Soleil. Mm-hmm. You would see Cirque du Soleil... Um, like, I might go into New York City and see Cirque du Soleil, and that was, like, a really special thing. Right. Like, you only got to see it in New York City. Right. And it was only there for three months or whatever. Yeah. And you would see these acrobats doing all this amazing stuff, and you were like, wow. 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 I have seen it all. Right. But now, there's, like, a thousand Cirque du Soleils. Right. Yeah. There's one in every major city that might have tourists coming to mm-hmm. it, and there's, I think there's, like, seven in Vegas. Alone. Probably, yeah. So I think maybe it was like once things got cool, they were like, we need to franchise it all over the country and maybe even world. Like, is there a Cirque du Soleil in London? I think there is. Probably. Yeah. They've become a global brand. Yeah. Okay. Let's ask your question. Okay. I hope it's about circuses. (laughs) Where is Le Figaro published? Le Figaro. Would you like to see it? Mm -hmm. Sometimes it helps to see the ones that are in foreign languages. Well... I feel like that's Italian. Figaro. Figaro, Figaro. It's like from the Barber of Seville. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Talk it through. <laughs> Talk it out. Um, but I feel like it might also be French because they love weird stuff like that. Um, Le Figaro is published in Venice. Paris. Paris. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I thought that might be the case. Well, again, close but no cigar. Okay, who portrayed Casper Gutman in the 1941 film The Maltese Falcon? Oh, this is we've had several questions about yeah. the Maltese Falcon. And we still have I still seen don't know it anything about it. Or... Casper, you know, the only 
the only entertainment things that I associate with Casper are the friendly ghost. <laughs> Um, Casper Baby Pants, who is a, like a local yeah. Seattle children's music, musician, the lead singer of the Presidents of the United States of America. Yes. Became. Mm-hmm. And then Casper from the movie Kids. Did you see that movie? Oh, yeah. That was terrible. Don't worry. It's okay, no. Jenny. It's me, Casper. I, no. So I don't think Casper's a good name to be what named What about Casper Van Dien from Starship Troopers? No, I don't mm. know who that is. Mm. And I Have don't... you seen Starship Troopers? No. <sighs> what is that? Is it... So is it like a, a sci-fi? Yes. Mm-hmm. I also am not a big fan of sci-fi That's because of the space spot travel. For you. But you know what I am a fan of is like, um, like, like ex machina things that are like about and Black Mirror. Is that how you say that? Ex machina. Ex machina. I was saying ex machina. Oh, but which is apparently wrong. <laughs> it's I don't talk about ex-machina. it very often though, so it hasn't really come up. Um. Things that are more like about sort of like future technology, dystopian yeah. things that That's might happen. That's mostly what sci-fi is, though, Kate. Yeah, but I don't I don't like it when it's more like um, like Star Trek, Star Wars. That's sort of like fantasy realm of That's things. That's fantasy, though. Okay. What was the question? Starship Troopers. <laughs> Casper, Casper Gutman. Casper Gutman in the Maltese yes. Falcon. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I will again say Marlon Brando. <laughs> <laughs> no. Sydney Greenstreet. Oh, Sydney. Mm-hmm. No one's ever heard of him. <laughs> where <laughs> where was a bobtail nag, quote unquote, oh. running a race with a shooting star? Bet my money on the bobtail nag, somebody bet on the bay. Camptown races, sing this song, do-da, do Camptown races. Yeah, correct. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everyone's favorite song. Do kids even know that song anymore? I don't think they do. I I don't think Violet knows it. There's a lot that's going to be lost between our generation and our children's generation. Yeah, that she's not going to know that when it comes to it. No, although I do sometimes sing like real old-time songs for Nate. This is one of my favorite topics, Oh, good, good. How many witches were burned at the stake in Salem, Massachusetts? Uh, This is not something that I care nothing about. I do, I think this is interesting how many witches were burned at the stake in Salem? I don't think yeah. it was like a ton. I think a lot of people were like on trial for being witches, and some people were like drowned in a lake for being witches. Mm-hmm. But burned at the stake, I don't think it was very many. I want to say it's probably less than ten. Um, three. Zero. Oh. Yeah. No one? No one. That was just the like the threat that you would be burned at the stake? Yeah. A lot of them were persecuted, died mm-hmm. in jail, whatever. Did you know that answer to that? Yes, I did. Did you read a book about it? Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> You're always reading I've read books. many books about the witch trials. Like um, I said, it's one of my favorite topics. Why is it one of your favorite topics? I just find it fascinating because, like, one, witches. I love that sort of lore around witches and the thought that any woman who's basically interesting is a witch <laughs> i mean i feel like it's a good thing we weren't around in the 1600s oh i would have definitely been, would have been a murdered. witch i would have definitely been a witch uh-huh. because one i don't like being told what to do and i might laugh yeah. at people a lot yeah and yeah it wouldn't have been good for me and also um okay so you know in like the crucible yeah everyone who was accused of being a witch was like goody something yeah, right. what was the deal with goody um, it's like with the Puritans, that's what they call the wives, goody. Did you see that movie, The Witch? Yes. With Loved Black Phillip? Yes. Do you want to taste butter? Yes, and you know that there's another uh, movie coming out by that same director 
called The Lighthouse. Is it scary? I can't wait to see it. Yeah, I'm sure it's going to be scary. Okay. Um, all right. That was a really good movie. If, if you have not seen The Witch, you need to see it. They have, I mean, they somehow managed to, like, create and maintain so much tension with so little so dialogue. So little. Yeah. And action. And, like, really get across the extreme terror of what it would have been like to be out there all by yourself. Yeah. And just pitch, pitch black. Yeah. All the time. Nobody around. Ugh. But by the end, I was laughing. With the oh, black yeah. Philip and the yeah, witches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It got a little... It went off the rails a little at the end. But, but I was glad because the person who recommended it to me was like, I don't know if you should watch it. It's pretty scary. Yeah. And I don't really like but scary it movies. Really scary. And it was scary in the beginning. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, God. And, you know, like the baby gets snatched mm-hmm. and yeah. it was like shortly after I oh, had a baby. Yeah. Yeah, so I was like, I didn't, but I was watching it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, no, where's the baby? But then by the end, I was like, this is silly. This is goofy. Yeah. Well, that's the thing about most horror movies. They're just silly. Okay. Who did Dita Beard work for? Dita Beard. Well, God, that sounds German. Dita. This feels like it should be Hitler. But maybe it's not. <laughs> maybe it's like one of his henchmen. Like, yeah. Mm. I'm going to say Hitler. The answer is ITT. No, ITT. <laughs> That's the defunct for profit college system. I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> Weird. I don't, I don't okay. know. We'll have to look that one up. Okay. What's the title of Jack Parr's autobiography? Oh, God damn it. I don't know. I mean, Jack Parr, he did The Tonight Show pre-Johnny Carson. Yeah. So it's called... Um, That's pretty good that you knew that. Tonight Show hosting mm-mm. with I, Jack Parr. Mm-mm. I kid you not. Oh, that was probably one of his, like, catchphrases. Probably, I kid you not. I mean, I'm doing so poorly on this card. Today has not been a good day for you. Um, maybe this is where the tables are going to turn so that <laughs> I get the hard cards and you get the easy ones. Although yeah. some might argue that my questions were not that hard. I just didn't know the answers. Well. Okay, here's one that I'll be ashamed of you if you don't know. Oh. What are the first six words no of Dickens' A Tale of Two Cities? Hmm. What were the first six words of A Tale of Two Cities? I don't know. Oh, you know. Do I know? know. Yeah. You definitely know. Hmm. I know? Yeah. Tale of Two Cities. Well, I know it's about London and Paris. You probably know the first 12 words. Really? Yeah. It's not Call Me Ishmael. Um... Oh, my God. I'm totally blanking, but oh. I know, huh? Well, now Ooh. I feel bad for saying I would be ashamed of you, because I'm not ashamed of Ooh. you. Ooh. You know a lot. I've never read that one, though. You've never read A Tale of no. Two Cities? Not even... I mean, I feel mm-hmm. like everyone reads that in high school. No, I didn't read it. Oh. Mm-hmm. Nope. Tale of Two Cities. Oh, God. I feel like I should know it, though. Yeah. There was a good city and a bad city. There were two cities... I went to the cities. <laughs> <laughs> there were two all great s- books start with sentences <laughs> like "I went to the I cities." Went to the cities. <laughs> uh, That's also only five words. <laughs> uh, Maybe it'd be like, "Hi, oh no. I went to the cities." I don't think I'm gonna be able to come up with it. I don't know. Um, it was the best of times. Oh my god! Of course, yeah, it was the worst <laughs> of times. Jesus Christ! Okay, well, if you well. had thought of it, you would have said it. <laughs> Oh, so true. Dang it. Okay, well, 
I'm going to be ashamed of you if you don't know this one. Okay. What was the name of the balloon three Americans piloted across the Atlantic in 1978? Okay, you won't be ashamed of No, I won't because that. nobody knows. Okay. <laughs> the name of the balloon that yeah. they piloted? I like this name, though. Um, the, the, um, well, like, around the world, did you say? No, just across the Atlantic. Across the Atlantic, so that's not that far. But yeah. what would, probably like a, it was called the, the Helium Eagle. That's really close, actually. It's the Double Eagle 2. Oh. Yeah. Well. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> what are you if you're her suit? Can I see that word? Yes. What are you if you're her suit? I don't recognize any of that word at all. I feel like I've read that in enough books her that suit. I know what it is. What are you if you're her suit? You're furious. You're hairy. You're hairy? Yeah. What books have you read that in? A Tale of Two Cities. <laughs> so many of the characters in A Tale of Two Cities were hairy. <laughs> like, are you reading a lot of werewolf books? <laughs> no, no. Um, like, who would be hairy in a book? I don't, like, I don't know. Belinda? <laughs> <laughs> Probably, like, if the book were made into a movie, any character that Alec Baldwin would play. No, I don't think so. Alec Baldwin usually plays, like, a handsome man. Yeah, but he is quite her suit. Yes, but that's not generally, like, a quality that you want in someone. <laughs> her suit? Mm-mm. I don't know. What actor is one of the world's top professional bridge players in 1981? Oh, my goodness. Oh, I no, mean, Kate. I'm going to get a big old goose egg on this yeah. one for a total of one on both of the cards. <laughs> oh, no. What actor is a great bridge player? Yeah. Um, top professional bridge player. Top professional bridge player. Well, it's um, also it's Marlon Brando. <laughs> <laughs> Little Marlon known fact Brando. to Marlon Always Brando. Marlon Brando. Um, no, it's Omar Sharif. Oh. Yeah. Good for him. What is Omar Sharif Bennett? He was in Lawrence of Arabia? Is that that guy? I think so. It's not that blonde guy, though, right? Or is that him? He doesn't um, seem like an Omar. I also, don't know. have you seen Lawrence of Arabia? No. Unwatchable. It's so boring. <laughs> I mean, so very boring. There's a, like, there are a number of movies that have been made and maybe yeah. got critical acclaim mm -hmm. that were so boring. So boring. Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, boring. And there's this weird scene in the middle where they're singing in the rain or something. Or raindrops keep falling on my head. Yeah, that's We had that yeah. from one so of the cards. So weird. Um, okay. What is the royal high. game? The royal game. Ooh. Mm. What do royal people like to play? Well, I want to say that it's chess because it has a king and queen. But I don't think that that's it. I want to say that it's polo because... Royal people like to play polo because they have polo ponies, which I wish I had a polo pony. Is fun. it called a polo pony? Yeah, it's a pony. I, th I thought it was a horse. No, it's a pony. Really? You know the difference between a pony and a horse? Um, a pony is smaller. That's right. Is yep. that the only difference? Mm -hmm. A pony is under 14 hands. So is a pony just like the runt of the litter? No, no. It's like They're usually a smaller bread? breed oh. of horse. It's the Chihuahua of the of the horse family. Sort of, yeah. Maybe more like a Schnauzer. Yeah, I think that's right. <laughs> you know, when we talk about this, and you, now that I say this, I'm like, maybe that's not right, but I think it is. 
Well, this we'll is going to gonna be. Up. We're going to have it recorded okay, for the royal all game, The royal game. Chess or polo. And it's probably neither one of those. It's probably like croquet. Like the queen of hearts. She loved croquet. But that's an Alice in Wonderland. Um, the royal game. Is it like Game of Thrones? Um, I don't know. Okay. Well, probably it's not Game no, of Thrones. No, I don't think so. Not mm-hmm. in 1981. No. Um, the royal game is chess. That's correct. Okay, good. Uh, well, you got two on that one. Ooh, not a good day. Well. Better than your day, though. Yep, better than mine. Yeah. Um, all right, well, I will tally these up. Okay. And, um. Put the the visualization. All right. On and the if website. anybody is a prestiginator out there um, and can come to Kate's birthday party, let us know. <laughs> Probably going to be like um, mid November, I think, okay. is what we're looking at. Okay. November 16th is the tentative date. Oh. Because I'm going to be 40. Well, after your birthday, though. Well, yeah, but I'm not going to be around on the weekend of my birthday. Oh. So. Okay. Well, um, fair enough. All right. Well, until next time, thank you for joining us. Bye.